Hey guys, it's Carrie and Zach here from the Coffee and KOs crew. And Zach, I got a question for you. You ever wake up on a Sunday morning and think, man, I'll cook the family some breakfast this morning? Yeah, time or two. Have you ever noticed how you throw the sausage links up on the griddle to one side, you throw the eggs up on the griddle to the other side, you never cook them touching? No, you don't ever want them to touch. It's weird. Yeah, I agree, man. I just, and it got me to thinking, why do we do that with our underwear? I have no idea. That's a really good question. Uh, yeah, I think it is too. But let me tell you, fellas, Sheath has solved that problem. They have come out with men's underwear with not one, but two pockets to keep your eggs and sausage separated. Thank goodness. This has been a problem for way too long. I can't believe it took, I'm 26 years old, 26 years at least to come up with uh, something so intelligent. The material is great. Everything about Sheath underwear is amazing. And what's even better, we have a promo code. Promo code COFFEE and KOs. If you use the promo code COFFEE, the letter N, KOs, at checkout, you get 20% off your entire order. It's a hell of a deal. And let me tell you, the underwear are well worth it. So make sure you go to sheathunderwear.com. Promo code COFFEE and KOs. Make sure you separate the sausage and the eggs. And make sure you sheath your dagger, sheathunderwear.com, coffee and KOs promo, 20% off. Go get yourself the most comfortable underwear in the world, and don't forget to sheath your dagger. Ladies and gentlemen, the crew is here recapping another UFC card, UFC Vegas 20. Another stinker. <laughs> another stinker. Kieran, Aaron, fellas, how are we doing? Horrible. I'm doing great. Uh, I enjoyed this card quite a bit. So Aaron, you make money off of it, Aaron? Is that why? <laughs> it's, that's why it's part of the part of the game. And uh, I also can enjoy a good decision. See, time Kieran, is money for me. I didn't lose any money, but I lost a lot of time watching that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, Kieran, Kieran, you text me and you said you never, you don't realize how long twenty five minutes is until you see a fight like that. Uh, honestly, it's that's a long ass, that's a long ass time. I'm not gonna lie, that was that was a long ass time. It was a struggle sitting there for twenty five minutes, and keeping consciousness. Yeah. yeah, I'm in the I'm in the lovely confines of my home. Typically, I'm in the studio. I'm in my house, dick blanket behind me. And, uh, you know, it was tough. I got to say, I'm sitting on my own couch and it was like in the, when I'm in the studio sitting upright, you know, there's never any dozing when I'm sitting in my, on my couch, watching on my TV, I got my dog on my lap. I'm like, man, this is getting a little tiresome. Kevin Holland, man, he just can't wrestle for shit. No. Yeah. He's, He's undersized at the weight class as well. It doesn't help anything. It just... Yeah, no, he just can't stop a takedown. It's pretty pretty tough. Yeah, yeah, I mean, 
you, like credit them for stepping up and you know it's last year it paid off in a few instances against some lower level competition but as he's getting up into vittori level competition which we'll talk about in a little bit uh yeah he's gonna have to take some time off probably comes back at 170 i think a little bit reinvented uh restart his momentum towards the end of the year i mean it's obviously like not great that he got 10 aided and uh, lost all five rounds. And it pretty much went the way that anybody kind of predicted it to go logically. There's only so much he could do in that amount of time. There was a few times where he did rock Vittori. So that's the only thing, you know, other than that, he didn't give up for, you know, five rounds, but that's, you know, scraping the bottom of the barrel on a main event fighter at the end of the day, when you have to say, Oh, he didn't give up. That's, which is, you know, commendable, but it also is the definition of bare minimum. So, yeah. Or, oh my God, he's so tough. The way he took all of those shots. I mean, That's, he's definitely yeah. escaping that arm triangle was wild. Like, yeah. I don't know how he got out of that. And, like, he had a few, like, the way he used the up kicks. Like, there's tools there that, honestly, if he gets to the right camp and learns how to avoid it, keeping his hips out more than any fighter I've seen, then, you know, maybe we have a little bit of a reinvented contender at 170, but I don't think we need to see Kevin Holland again until the end of the year. Like, I do think he needs to take off a good amount of time and really focus on improving these aspects because he's got tools. He showed it last year, He's and, I mean, he has the tools. So, And then Vittori, I mean, Vittori is one of the three or four guys at the top of the middleweight division now, no doubt. I think with Kevin Holland, you know, 2020, you see 2020 and 2021 have been polar opposites, but the difference is in 2021, he's facing legit competition where in 20, aside from Jacare Souza, I don't know how the fuck fought. that happened in retrospect. I don't know how the Jacare I, I think even. I think you look at it and it's almost like a flash in the pan type thing. He him. He, he's yeah, he's he got, him. listen, I think we can all agree that Kevin Holland has the skills. There is a skill set there. It's mm-hmm. just, it's like his striking is good. It's just the takedowns. I mean, he was there was a couple times he he got up back to his feet. He had a couple crafty sweeps to get back to his feet. Like yeah. there is talent there. And mm-hmm. I gotta, you know, I do I do commend him for taking the fight on short notice. I love the type of fighter that he is willing to fight whenever. Mm-hmm. But I agree with Aaron. I think he needs to take time off and he really needs to kind of reinvent himself. He's just not strong enough. The takedown defense is not there. Um, and, and I mean, he landed some flush shots on Vittoria. He did rock Vittoria a couple times, but at that weight class, he's not really putting those guys away. Those top tier guys, he's not putting them away. Um, I like, I, I, I thought he looked better. I thought he looked better. I, I thought the, the game, I don't know if he looked better because the takedown defense still wasn't there, but it was a better performance than the Derek Holland performance, but he's still light years behind the top guys in that division. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't. Whenever it comes to to Holland, I mean, I, I have trouble taking really anything from this fight because we literally saw it three weeks ago, where the same exact shit happened. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, what do they say? Like, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. I, it, it was literally the same exact outcome as what happened three weeks prior against a talented, top of the division wrestler. Like it, I. I don't know. Vittori's improved immensely since his UFC career. I I don't agree with him calling for a title shot whenever we just saw someone else get 
No, he's just not as gonna, dominant. He's not going to get, get a title shot off. No, no, he's he's not going to. But I mean, I just I I feel like it was just like a why did this fight even happen? It didn't really need to happen. But at the same time, I'm happy that I got to watch MMA today. So it it's a win in a certain in in, in a sense, you know. But that yeah, it, it wasn't anything that I wasn't expecting. So that takes away like the disappointment, I guess. Yeah, and this is like how why we call it like I have a winless situation for Vittori here. It's like mm-hmm. either he lost to get starched by Holland, and it's like oh my god, like he's gonna fall way way fall, or he doesn't get if he got finished, he's getting credit for this because that's just how MMA fans are. But like he gets a ten eight dominant, like does what he's supposed to. I get Brunson did it, but he's not Brunson. Like he's yeah. a different fighter. Like he yeah. had to do it here, and like. He did do it, and it's just like, I mean, he did it with ease, and it's just like, but it's a kind of, it's one of those you can't get a title shot off of Kevin Holland win, obviously, but I mean, he's right in the mix, and it's like I think they try to set up the Darren Till fight for midsummer, maybe even that July card, perhaps, yeah. as a little pair with a uh, with uh, Conor McGregor, give him a really good spotlight, and he's going to do the same thing to Darren Till, and then he gets the credit he got didn't get to that. So yeah, see, but the, 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 for the, day. the the difference for me is though Darren Till has that has put away power that that Holland doesn't and Marvin Vittori gets hit. Mm-hmm. I mean he, he and, and against someone against yeah. someone like Izzy or Darren Till that are better strikers than Kevin Holland. Izzy didn't put him away. I I don't know, man. I just. Marvin Vittori gets too hit too much for my liking. I think he's great. I think he deserves to be in the top five. I think he's a guy that can stick around in the top five. But if he keeps getting hit the way that he gets hit, and that was my gripe with him in this fight, and that was what I was going to bring up next, Marvin Vittori just gets hit way too much for my liking. I think that the wrestling is good, but you know, entering for those takedowns, he was getting hit a lot by Kevin Holland. If he gets hit like that against some of the better the, the guys that have more power, I think that that could cause some issues for Marvin Vittori. So I think that's something that he needs to clean up. Overall, I think that he's looked great. I think his wrestling is good. He might be the strongest guy in that division. Well, or maybe not. Paulo Costa is pretty freaking strong. They're but, both big for that weight class, though. They're both big yeah. for the yeah. But, but that, that is something that I think could hamper him in the future. Granted, he hasn't been finished yet, I don't believe. So that is good. But we saw him get wobbled today. And, that's, that's, and he got hit a lot against Jack Hermanson, who is not – typically a striker so that's another thing that kind of surprised me as well so i just think that he needs to clean that up a little he bit might get hit a lot, but he hits way more than he gets hit plus 40 strike differential again tonight that's five straight wins with a over 40 or more strike differential between him and his opponent which is just crazy crazy numbers yeah i just i want to see him versus a top five fighter first before i can like make an accurate assumption on yeah yeah, 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 like, yeah, you know, just like you like you said, Aaron, it's pretty it's a tough situation just because if you lose to Holland, you lost to the dude that just got dominated. And if you win versus Holland, you just did the same thing that someone else just did. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. They said I, that on the broadcast. Yeah. yeah, they said that on the broadcast, basically, that this this win doesn't do really anything for Marvin Vittori. Yeah, especially when it's not a finish. Like, I mean, yeah. a finish is the well, only way it does a minuscule amount and it still doesn't do that much. Yeah. So we're talking about degrees of difference, really. And, and, so. and right now, that division is kind of at a standstill a little bit. So, 
it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I think Marvin Vittori probably doesn't get a title shot this year. I'm pretty sure twenty. If he if he puts on another win, he puts on another really good performance. If he does go out and basically do the same thing to Darren Till and not get finished, then I think we see Marvin Vittori possible title shot. But I, I don't know that it would happen this year. I think that with the way the division's going right now, mm-hmm. you're probably looking at 2022 for Marvin Vittori. But mm-hmm. I will agree with Kieran prior to we went on this show and. Like I want to like Marvin Vittori because I like I, I like what he does. Like I don't have an issue with guys being boring. Like that doesn't bother me. Like Kamara Usman. Like I'll take a guy that's a smart fighter and and uses what they're good at to win fights. It's not that. It's I agree. I think he whines like a little baby sometimes. Like in the first round, you had the groin shot, and he acted like Kevin Holland just purposely punted him in the nuts. Yeah, like like I mean, let's be honest here. Like. If if it was if the roles were reversed and Kevin Holland would have or if Marv Vittori would have punted Kevin Holland in the nuts, it wouldn't he wouldn't have acted like that. I mean, Marv and I get it hurts. We can all agree that it hurts, but yeah. it's not like he purposely wound up and kicked him right in the nuts. Like it wasn't a yeah. purpose thing. But I mean, that's just a disposition whining. Yeah, it's just a disposition thing of certain competitors. Uh, I'm a poker player. And if you play poker with me, you're not going to enjoy my disposition at the poker table. It's just kind of part of how I have to approach that game. Uh, I think this is just kind of how, you know, maybe when Marvin first got into MMA and training, he wasn't exactly in the best of shape or something. So a little bit of insecurities that he's kind of held on to throughout his time as a fighter. Even And even now it's like, Marvin, like you're an elite MMA fighter, like, you're facing other elite providers. Like, they're not coming out here to kick you in the balls. Like, for him, it's like, no, they are. And, like, even, like, when he was talking about, like, Italians after one of his post-fight interviews, he was like, you're not a real Italian. I'm a real – like, everything has to be, like, a slight or a chip for, like, Marvin. So, like, I mean, I don't like his disposition myself either, but I do, like, emotionally driven, you know. So. I – my thing is, I just feel like dude is a hothead. Like yeah. the clips of him, and like the like, it's just everything. It seems like pisses him off. He's but been in, he's been in, he's been in Adesanya's mentions since he lost that fight, which he clearly lost. I, I don't I don't I I, I think he clearly lost that fight. It was a split decision, but I don't know what that judge was saying. Um, yeah, I just he's just a baby. Like he's just such a little temperamental crybaby. But that like I it just, I don't like against it. like Carl Roberson when he finally faced Carl Roberson, he fucking steamrolled through him and yeah. you know finished him. So it's like it, if it works for him, I mean, like he's lost one fight and it's a, a split decision to Israel. I would keep mentioning myself. And he lost story. a fight to Usada. Let him forget well, that one. You know, we don't talk about Usada. <laughs> <lot. There's no laughs> okay. Let you everyone still get take the wins from those two. And the saying, let off. everyone take them. Yeah. yeah. I. I don't know. I think he's. I think he's a very talented guy. I just. I can't wait to see him lose. If I'm being honest, I don't know why. Yeah. I just. I really just can't. But then again, that, but then the again, UFC that's good. Loves that. That's good because the I, UFC I'll watch loves him. that. Dana yeah. White loves that. There's most people are not rooting for Marvin Vittori, and he's not going to get more fans, and that's perfect because yeah. you don't need every star to be someone you tune in to see win. You need to have those guys like the Colbys, like the Vittoris. That you're going to inventory. The more he wins, the more that starts to build up. So that's, yeah. I mean, for Dana, like it's the reverse of the Kermit the Frog on the air. Finally, 
Like yeah. Dana's got that's why Dana away. brought uh, Greg Hardy to the UFC. That's the exact yeah, reason. That's why he's yeah. it's, it's see, you know people want to yeah. see him get knocked out. Yeah, there's so many, so many guys you can point to, and Vittori is gonna be maybe the best pound for pound guy in the like Floyd Mayweather watch him to lose category as it gets you know closer. So, yeah. So we'll so you think you think they're gonna rebook till Vittori, obviously. I think that especially because yeah. Vittori really didn't take any damage. So I mean, I don't know though. It depends how quick Vittori wants to come back because if Till tore his if rotator cuff calling, or whatever it was, he's gonna that that requires surgery, which then requires like about a six month layoff. So I'm telling well, you, the worst you thing can he can do, start the worst thing, again. The worst thing he can do is sit out and think that he's gonna wait for a title shot. That's yeah, the worst thing that he can do. I think I think he should just book the rematch versus Till, or yeah. maybe Jared Cannonier after coming back. I, depends. Yeah, and I think that with Vittori, he's looking. It seems like he maybe wants to take a little time off after this too, because he was just like calling for October. So October seems like around October, November would be the time till it would be recovered. That fight happens at the end of the year. They have six months to make memes about it so that the fans all care about it, put it on a pay per view, and then Vittori will take it. Come and I'm pulling that. for I'm pulling for Darren Till in that one. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, so the odds. So. <laughs> uh and then for Kevin Holland, I think 170 is the best bet for him. Go yeah. down, you know, maybe go, fight go at fight the end of the year. Your size, dude. He's yeah. weighing in at 183 and a half. Like I, well, he's got the 81 inch reach. If he can get that down to 170, that's dangerous. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. No, I I definitely agree. He's got the speed. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got power, man. Like I he's 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 a decent striker. It's just and he might be able to stuff takedowns there. Possibly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll we'll see, we'll see. I I don't know. It, I don't I don't feel anything for either of these men. I'm just ready to get to the next one. This point. So, oh, you could talk about the next one. Your man though, Sadiq Yusuf. Sadiq gets Yusuf. An L against Arnold Allen. He Which, listen, people forget about Arnold Allen because he doesn't fight a lot. So he so, fights you know, once a year. 10. This is his 2021 fight. You're not going to see him again until 2022. But listen, I think both guys proved they belong. I think even though Sadiq lost. He didn't get outclassed. You know, he made two mistakes in that fight, I believe. Both mistakes is when he got rocked. Other than that, he recovered really well. They were both, in my opinion, other than the two shots that Arnold Allen hit him with, pretty even on the feet. The ground scrambles were pretty good. I mean, nothing huge happened in this fight, but it was a very good technical fight. Both guys, I think, matched up really well. And I really... I really think that that uh, I don't know what Aaron just did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that uh, I do think that both these guys belong. I'd like to see Arnold. The thing is with Arnold Allen, like he wants, he actually said afterwards that he's not going to get a top five guy now based on that performance because he didn't get a finish. I think he does need to learn how to finish people. That's one. He doesn't really get many finishes, but two, it's just he doesn't fight enough. So how can you go active. from ten to five or whatever? When you're winning one fight a year, I just don't see it happening. I thought he looked good. I thought Sadiq Yusuf looked good. I think both these guys need to be more active because Sadiq Yusuf really hasn't fought that often either. Well, Yusuf had like a, uh, I wouldn't say war, but yeah, no, he had a he had a pretty back and forth fight against Andre Feely. So I was expecting some sort of growth coming off of that performance. I mean, Arnold Allen, it's hard to get behind your hype train or your title run whenever you don't fight. Like I like he's been in the UFC since 2015 and this is his ninth fight. It's just, like fight more. I, 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 I don't know what else to say. It's just 
he, he trains in Canada, but he's fought once 2016, once 2017, once 2018, once 2019, once 2020, and now once 2021. So if, if you see some activity, then I think I think we'll have a contender here, possibly. I mean, still, it's just it's tough. You've been on this run. He's undefeated in the UFC, ranked inside the top 10, yet a lot of people can't tell you who he is. You know what I'm saying? Like it, there's not much hype behind him because he hasn't been able to build anything. This is a solid win, though. I like this win. I mean, I thought Sadiq Yusuf was was really really talented. Um, I think he's very hittable, though. To be honest with you, I think I think that kind of showed in there. But also, Arnold Allen was setting him up with some slick slick stuff. I don't know. The head kick was insane. Uh, even punches in the in in the, in in the pocket were crazy. I mean, I don't know. Uh, that just, kick, that kick land landed flush, but it, had he not slipped and got a little bit more power behind it, yeah. Sadiq could have went out, out. He yeah, actually honestly. slipped as he landed it. Sadiq is and, tough, uh, man. He's tough because yeah. he he was wobbling all over the place and still managing to get it out of the way of shots. But man, I, I don't know. It's just once again, like some of the fights on this card just like left me feeling like okay, cool. But after that, like not not too much, you know. Like I like. I'd be excited to see Arnold Allen fight. Uh, I, I don't know someone ranked above him, maybe like a. Well, I know Dan Ige's booked, but you know, so, someone, someone top ten, another top ten fighter. Like I think, I think he's overdue for a step up. Ryan in competition. Hall. No, not <laughs> Ryan. Good God, no. Um, shit, maybe a Jeremy Stevens. He's ranked one one spot ahead of him. Jeremy Stevens is at one fifty five now. Oh, he moved up. Yeah, he's okay. playing next week. All right, is Josh Emmett have a book? Uh, have, have a fight booked? I don't know where he's yet. at with the recovery. Yeah. So. See, I don't, I don't know. Just fight somebody. But then again, that's just 145. It is a division full of inactivity. It is a division full of fighters that don't want to fight each other for whatever reason. I think I, – I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just – Brian Ortega's been out for how long before he fought, before he fought a Korean Zombie? Korean Zombie was out for like two years doing his military service. Zabit hasn't fought since 2019. Yair, Yair hasn't fought since 2019. Yeah, Yair's <laughs> missing. I mean, Max Holloway's the only one that really wants some fights now. Calvin Cater just got the life beat out of him. He's going to be out for a year or so. He's still in concussion protocols right now. Yeah, I saw that. I, Josh Emmett hasn't fought in forever. Jeremy Stevens has now moved up in weight class. Danny, like, nobody in this division is active. It sucks. Like it, it really just sucks. That like this is the All least right, so active division ever. I'm not gonna lie. We're calling for Max Holloway versus Arnold Allen next. Those are t- <laughs> I think Max Holloway versus the beat might be getting booked in the summer. That would be electric. I don't Aaron? want that fight to happen because I like both of them, but I want yeah. someone to fight. Yeah, I don't know with the matchmaking of Allen, but I do think Allen's gonna look to be a little more active here and build off this momentum. And um the one thing I definitely liked about this fight and I was question coming into this is he faced mostly grapplers coming into his UFC career almost exclusively um, and looked really good, but this was a striker. And I mean, he really uses grappling to establish his striking and just like has some good power and his defense is even better than that. And he's kind of a decision machine. So that's going to slow the progress, especially with the rate he fights at too, but it's just hard to really hurt this guy. And, uh, capitalize it and you're not going to be better with grappling than him either so i mean we have an englishman that can wrestle i mean man can wrestle yeah this yeah this he trains guy. in canada <laughs> yeah i, I mean, know <laughs> so like uh yeah i expect him to be 
you know, moved around, moved along pretty quickly here, though, because of if he's willing to be active because of the lack of activity in this division. And so I think he looked really good. And I was expecting this fight not to be as even this exciting. So I'm kind of glad it was even this exciting because I just thought both of these guys are so similar in almost every realm. They almost cancel each other out, which they kind of did at points. That was definitely what happened with Selecki and, um, and Jim Miller. Like for sure, both those guys are so good at grappling that it was just whoever was on top was going to win, but that was it. Like neither guy was going to finish the other guy. So yeah. it was similar here with just, um, you know, I mean, if you take away those two drops, though, it's probably a split decision one way or the other. That's the thing. And then it put two drops or two drops. So too upset about it, though, in my yeah. opinion. The other thing about Arnold Allen is just like I don't I don't see how you can build any sort of momentum with this sort of activity. You know what I'm saying? Well, like usually fighters inside the top 10 would be eligible to like headline cards. You know? Can you see the UFC headlining a card with Arnold Allen? Hell no. No, there's probably hardcore fans that saw him for the first time today. You know what I'm saying? Like like it's I I I, I don't know, but I do agree that he he has all the talent in the world, man. And I I think he, he he should look to be more active now. Also, you know, with the inactivity in this division, especially in the top ten, maybe he's just not been able to find a fight. You know? So could be that too. I I don't know. It is what it is though. So I, I actually want to get to the real fun now. I'll be honest, this card kinda it's like one of those cards we're thankful to have fights. But when it comes to recapping it, it's like, oh, man, like nothing really excited happen, exciting happened. But for you, Kieran, something very exciting happened today. First off, oh we get goodness. a battle. We get a battle of the walkouts. We got Taylor Swift versus Miley Cyrus. So, Aaron, I want your take. If you have to listen to T-Swift or Miley Cyrus in the car on a road trip, which one are you going with? Uh, I'll go with T-Swift. Okay. Thank you. Good man. Kieran T. Swift. Okay. Hey, all day. Are you kidding me? I, I'm just. She's from Reading, PA. I'll take it. I'm, I live in PA, so uh, yeah, no. you know, hats off to T. Swift. But um, yeah, so we had battle of T. Swift, Miley Cyrus. Then we had Kieran's man Sam Alvey taking on Julian Marquez, and Sam Alvey. Sam Alvey is uh he's a goner. He is a goner. He got. Listen, I was a we little nervous because so. he went on a four <laughs> five losing streak before, and they still didn't cut him. I, I don't maybe, know. Maybe he's got some dirt on Dana White. Yeah, he must. He must. But, yeah, uh, Sam Alvey got subbed by Julian Marquez today. I mean, it was a pretty back-and-forth opening round. I mean, it was Sam a good Alvey fight. Hurt. Yeah, I mean, it was a good fight. It was pretty exciting, which is something that you can't say about most Sam Alvey fights. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a pretty back-and-forth fight. Marquez caught him with stuff, and, you know, Glory MMA got a win. Uh Good God, because they were about to hear it from me if he lost. I swear. I swear to my mother's life. I was going to let loose right here. But Sam Alvey takes another loss. That's uh, five out of his last six. Hasn't won a fight since 2018. Uh, should be cut. Good. Yeah, I, just I, 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 I've never been more happy. I was literally screaming. I was literally like, <laughs> yes! Oh, my God, yeah. Whenever you got choked out. Like I, your favorite fighter just won the belt? Honestly. Like, no, literally, it was just like my favorite fighter just won the belt. Or I just, like, won money on something. And, like, I had nothing up on this fight. It was just – it just made me extremely happy. Um, Not that I want to see anyone's career – actually, no, yeah, I do. I wanted to see his career over. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I wanted to see Sam Alvey's UFC career end tonight, and I think I did. So, 
yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not gonna lie. You know. No, yeah. Fine, man. Yeah. Uh, Julia Marquez, though. I. I mean, yeah, he won. But then again, I don't rate Sam Alvey in any, in, in any level. So I, I don't think it was that impressive of a victory. But at the same time, he won again. Also, Julian Marquez, if you do another one of these lame-ass post-fight freaking promos, I mean, like, they're not even remotely close to hitting. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. They suck. They just straight up suck. I'm not That's what you me. think, but he's gaining so many followers from I, it. Bruh. Bruh. Mm-hmm. Julian Marquez is not getting I, responded I, to I, by Patrick I agree that or Tyreek Hill. I would not be surprised if he does. I don't know. Well, he got a, he got a response from Miley Cyrus. That was still just awful. Exactly. <laughs> and then he ruined it. I Just, good God. I can't stand the man. I can't stand the man. Yeah, I've never been more excited for such a throwaway fight than this one. I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I, a cool story, bro, was too. We were literally both screaming. We we're on a Discord call watching this through stream and screaming excited when Sam Alvey got choked unconscious. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron, any thoughts on Sam Alvey? Any uh, last words for Sam Alvey? Not, yeah, I think he's cut. Um, you know, it was a good fight. Um, it was good to see Marquez back in there, honestly, after like three years off and that inactivity to follow back up. And frankly, it looked like having the rhythm is really starting to help him a little bit. I know that we don't rate Sam Alvey high, but he did come off a draw with Dallin Young, who we just saw how good he looked, or saw, saw how good he looked earlier on the prelims against William Knight. And it's just like, so, I mean, it's the way that Sam Alvey wins is ugly, but, like, <laughs> I, I mean, the show, way, you know. way he loses is beautiful also. So there you Sorry, go. This, this right here. Yeah. I might make that my 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 screensaver on my cellular device. Oh, I yeah. might. I just might. I just yeah, might. I think that I should be know. your profile picture. It low key should be my profile picture. But I yeah. want to change my name right now to 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 Sam Alvey Stan or something. You know, yeah, I don't know. I, I I've never been more excited at such a just random, useless, meaningless fight than that one. It was great. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, I was a little. I, I will say like. I think I think Marquez fought that way because it was Sam Alvey. So I hope he would not approach another fight that way because there's a good chance he probably gets finished. I mean, he did get rocked. I w- I'm hoping that he only approached that fight that way because it was Sam Alvey because he felt like he could eventually put him away. So that was the only thing with Marquez that kind of worried me a little bit because he did yeah, get wild. No, Maki Patolo and Sam Alvey aren't going to tell you a whole lot about yeah how he can exactly see talent yet. So. Next fight yeah. out, I expect a legit uh, challenge. And Kevin Weeks asked, who do we see Vittori fighting next? We, we discussed that before. We said Darren Till. Uh, mm-hmm. So you're probably a little bit late joining. So we we discussed it. Darren Till, probably October-ish. Yeah. So uh, that's that. Sam Alvey, RIP, man. Sam Alvey can maybe, fight me in LFA. I'll train. Yeah, maybe, P- maybe PFL. I, I I'll beat Sam Alvey's ass. I promise. I have no I have no shame saying this. Oh my god! I hate you, Sam Alvey. Look, I'm looking directly <laughs> in the camera. Look, you and your shitty smile, and yeah. that fucking yeah. smiley face shaved into the back of your head. I think Sam Alvey spray tans. I don't know if you guys saw it, but 100 percent he, 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 he had a, he had a tan like uh, sponsor on his back one fight. You don't remember that? I fucking no. hate you, Sam. 
Uh, so Mackenzie Dern anyway. was outstanding tonight. Uh, I was really impressed. Aaron doesn't like when this show goes off the rails. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just had to let it be known. Mackenzie People Dern looked outstanding, though. Yeah, Mackenzie Dern looked so outstanding. So did her. No, I can't say that. If if Mackenzie Dern has takedowns, Mackenzie Dern is an easily a top five, top three straw weight in the world. I'm an instant fan of the Venom shorts. Yeah, yeah. They it, really fit well. They- <laughs> Mackenzie Dern. No, seriously though, like I think a lot of people were writing off Mackenzie Dern. A lot of people taking uh, Nunez, and you know, Mackenzie Dern. That was the best shape that I have seen her in. Like she's always comes in. I feel like she she's always in shape. I I haven't really seen her gas out, but like she she just like she looked fit, like super Mm -hmm. fit in this Mm -hmm. fight, um, and strong. I mean, she the way she worked the arm away from Nunez to get secure the arm bar. It was a perfect performance from her. Yes. Um, and I, I think that Mackenzie Dern, she's going to be a legit problem because even if you take her down, she is dangerous off her back. She has legit Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Her I just want her to be bad. Yeah. yeah. So I just I, I really like Mackenzie Dern. She's coming into her own now. She's a mom. John Anik. Can I, can I ask? Can I just say something? Is there ever a is there ever a fighter that has a child that John Anik doesn't mention? Doesn't it? bring up. I, I, like I don't think so. Battle or speaking, uh, spe- speaking of though, speaking of. I love John Anik, but gosh. How, how did the UFC do this whole feature piece for Amanda Nunes being a mother? But there wasn't a lengthy feature piece for Nina, who, who gave, gave birth. birth to the child. <laughs> Amanda's that essentially the dad, bro. She didn't She didn't hold that baby in her womb for nine months like Nina. Nina's Nina a, Nina gave birth, and they were just like, ah, fuck it. She's not a champion. You know, like <laughs> – that that was some that was some shit. But I mean, True Mackenzie that. Dern super impressive. She's won three out of her three out of her last four fights, um, by first round submission. So I mean, I I predicted her to win. Uh, I didn't expect it to be that easy though. To be honest with you, that that she made it look easy out there. Um, I'm interested to see how she stacks up with the top of the division. Obviously, there's some real challenges for her up there though. I mean, like you're talking elite strikers in Joanna Zhang and 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 Rose Namajunas. Um, I'm not sure where she goes next. I know she's going to leapfrog a bunch of people. Uh, maybe Michelle Watterson. I would love to see that for my own personal taste. Um, but <laughs> Venom, the battle of Venom. Shorts. I would love to see that grappling competition. And, and can, the Venom, I, can, uh, I, can and I say the Venom one shorts. more thing? Can I say one more thing? They, why did they use, and this is not a slight on Kay Hansen, but why did they use her <laughs> to demo the Venom I mean, shorts? Hey, I'm, I'm going to be 100% <laughs> honest. I didn't know who the fuck that was, whatever the fuck. I saw it the first time. I was like, oh, they just got some model to stay next to Brian Ortega. Yeah, people just click quick glance and saw Valentina Shevchenko and didn't look into it. I think that, and like Shevchenko's like, I'm preparing for a fight. I'm not going to model Venom shorts, like whatever it was. And then they're like, Kay Hansen. She's like, sure. I think that ass probably looks better in Venom shorts than Kay Hansen. Mm. <laughs> I totally disagree. I'm just uh, listen. You never seen the dog. Mine that definitely I got. does, though. I got a wagon. <laughs> I know mine definitely does. I, if I was in the UFC, pound for pound, top cheeks, one hundred percent. Yeah, cool story, sure. bro. Says Kay Hansen's considered marketable. Is that just because she's blonde and has blue eyes? Pretty much. I mean, this is you got to remember. This is the same company that pushes Chase Hooper, Sage Northcutt, Paige Van Zant, and Michael Chandler. I'll say it. I don't think Michael Chandler's marketable, but it's fine. It's, well, I don't know. He's a hell. He does a hell of a WWE promo. He does. He does a good promo. I will say that. 
I just don't see Who's everybody got, tuning in. Cool for story, bro. Says she got she got nipple, nipple rings. Who's got nipple what? rings? Wait, what? I guess okay. can't see. Okay. He must have really zoomed in on the right. picture. <laughs> yeah, is this the web. All right, cool story, bro. Thanks cool for that story, info. Bro. We gotta run. We gotta run a banner on the bottom of this breaking news. Kay Hansen has pierced nips. <laughs> <His> nipple rings. <laughs> Aaron's like, can I get off this show? <laughs> I'm saying. He says that's marketable. Says that's marketable. <laughs> All right. So we know we know what cool story bro is into. So there we right. go. Right on, man. Um, but yeah, Mackenzie Dern. Going back to Mackenzie Dern, she gets two wins. She gets the sub and the Venom shorts. Uh, so yeah, Mackenzie Dern. Yeah. Sky's the limit. Uh, and then we, honestly, we're already down to the last fight on the main card: Mike Perry and uh, Daniel Rodriguez and. Man, Mike Perry looked worse under a full fight camp than he did without having a full fight camp. Like, he looked better. Mike Perry that runs around Miami without a fight camp looked better than Mike Perry at a fight camp. I think like you he was. Tell. I've yeah. never seen someone's feet so planted in a fight in my life. Like, it looked like he was had cement blocks on his feet. I think I think you could tell uh, he was missing Latori Gonzalez in his, in his camp. She was in the corner. She was in the corner? Yeah. Well, I, I think I think – substituting her as the head coach was, was really what dropped him off. You know, I think that girlfriend motivation really pushes a man to the next level, you know, especially whenever they're on that simp time, like, uh, like Mike Perry is, uh, I mean, he is a tough <laughs> SOB dude. He wore so many. No, he, shots. I feel like it's him and, uh, and hot chocolate, Danny, hot chocolate. Uh, I forgot what his last name is, but Danny Roberts? I feel like, I'm not sure. Maybe, yeah, yeah, Danny, Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts, yeah, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like they look like they have car accidents that they just got out of every time they go inside the cage and fight. Like for the, I, I, I can't remember a time that Mike Perry went to a decision and it didn't look like he was involved in a car accident right after. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I, the dude wears a lot of shots. He, he takes a lot of punishment, and this one just wasn't any different. To, yeah, he, he just got dominated, man, and it just. I think, I, think, I think he hard, should be looking at, I, I think I think Mike Perry at this point should be looking at getting cut. I think it's best for him, his health, and really everyone else just for not I I, I don't know. I mean, yes, he's no, an entertaining it, character, but at the same time, it's just you're not a I mean, UFC. He just signed, yeah. Like he just signed a contract with the UFC, like four or five fight contracts. So he's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. The takedowns look good. Like the takedowns looked really good, honestly. And if he could have gotten a couple more, he could have maybe possibly stolen this, but yeah, Daniel Rodriguez, this is a fight that matchup-wise, his striking was made for the lack of the head movement of Mike Perry. Every Mike Perry doesn't move his head, and Daniel Rodriguez throws some of the straightest shots in the division and hard. And I don't know how he didn't put him away. But I yeah. Also, I know Mike Perry's a, a very thickly muscled guy, but he seems incredibly small for that weight class. He seems I, like he's losing quite a bit of thickness. It seems like USADA is starting to really play a factor possibly I don't, I don't know. he seemed to come in the best shape that i've seen him in recent times but man i, I mean the cardio was definitely there yeah. yeah it was just it was he just like if you're not going to move your head you at least have to be bouncing around and he would just had no bounce nothing he was just literally just standing there begging to be hit and rodriguez hits freaking hard man you heard it every single time he landed it was absolutely insane and i gotta i gotta also say this Mike Perry or Andre Arlovsky, worst nose in the UFC. Who is it? Mike Perry. Man. Mike Perry. Because Andre Arlovsky's nose gets pretty jacked up every single fight, too. Yeah. 
It's Mike Perry. Mike Perry went from looking like American to looking Russian because of his nose. <laughs> he went from looking normal to looking like Andre Arlovsky because of that nose. Like, I don't, I don't know. It, yeah. It, no, it's, I, it's Mike way, I was, I was kind of sad. Like, so like Mike Perry for me, when he was doing all that stupid shit, I was kind of like, man, like, Mike I'll be Perry, right back. One second. Yeah. I was like, Mike Perry deserves to like be cut. Like he's being a douchebag, blah, blah, blah. And then like, I almost was sad that he lost because like you could tell he actually put in the work this fight camp. He right. actually stayed out of trouble. Yeah. He, there was no headlines about Mike Perry punching some elderly man at a restaurant. There was no none of that. Like he actually oh. seemed to have his head on straight. And that was the worst that I feel like I've seen him look. Yeah. It was, I, it was he, looked, he looked awful. I tweeted. I was like, man, I actually feel bad for Mike Perry. And I thought I was going to get some hate for it. Because I think a lot of people don't like him based a on lot his of people story, hate but uh, a lot of people were actually like, "Yeah, me too." Like it's weird, like because he seems like he's trying to turn his life around and be better, and he looked like shit. I mean, he looked worse. That was really bad. He he looked like dog shit. I'll be honest with you. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't look good. I didn't catch most of the fight because uh, it just it was kind of depressing to be honest with you. I, I agree with you. It just I don't know. I mean, I, I think he had a lot of potential. He's Really, really funny, entertaining guy. But this time it seemed like he took the camp seriously. I was expecting something out of him, and I got absolutely nothing in return. I think he even looked worse this this fight than he did in his last couple. So, I, I don't know. It is what it is. At this point, I think we just have to take Mike Perry for what he is, and that's an inconsistent fighter that has just outside of the cage. He has tools. Yeah. He just not the right camp and just can't not put the together. right head. Yeah, just not a right, just not the right head, head like headspace to really put it all together, like you said. Yeah, uh, it just sucks, man. But the call and other news: the coffee and chaos curse is broken. I know you didn't want to believe it with Miranda Maverick, but mm-hmm. it's officially broken because Joe Selecki, maybe not the most impressive performance, but he won. He got the win over Jim Miller, who set the mm-hmm. record for UFC fights: thirty-seven freaking UFC fights. Absolutely insane. Um, so Jim Miller. He beats him. It was a boring ass fight. That yeah. was 15 minutes. I, I literally I feel just like a, right <laughs> a lot of fights. A lot of fights on this card was like, man, like I literally hey, just lost like 15 minutes of my life. It was so up and down. It was like violent knockout, boring decision. Two violent knockouts, boring decision. Submission, violent knockout, super boring decision. Like, hey, yeah, yeah. You got you got no you got no rest from 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 the up and ups and downs from this. I mean. I yeah, I it looked it looked pretty boring to be honest with you for the couple of seconds that I did catch it. Uh, <laughs> Aaron yeah. just said, "Screw all these fights. I'm only watching a couple." I know, right? Or it's, Kieran, uh, sorry, <laughs> Kieran. Why I don't know why. Yeah, I no. I mean, I I got to see the McDessey uh, Bahadamondes. Is that how you say? Which it's was Baha- yeah, which was a hell of a fight. That fight was insane. Like it just oh my god, John McDessey. If he's going against another striker, is going to perform. He's going to he's going to give you some fights. I mean, he's, he's going to give you some fire. And so um, much shorter, too. Like, he yeah. was way shorter. I, he's tiny for Aaron, 55. Aaron kind of talks shit about Bahamundes, but he's only 23. Like, I do think that he probably shouldn't have been in the UFC mm. just based on his contender series performance. Like, sign him to a developmental contract or some shit. Like, I think a lot of contender series fighters should have been signed to, con- to developmental contracts. To they, me, like, a lot when of them are already. 23. Like, he's, I think Bahamundes has severe potential. Like, He's his striking is very very good, 
it's just he's so young. Like McDessie's been in there with everyone, super veteran. Like, and then you got Bahamundes, who's got what nine fights? Like, and he's he's 23. Like, to me, like that's a guy that maybe you see him when he's 28, 29 years old, and he is polished. But yeah. at this point, like he I think his striking is very good. He's very creative, but it's not it's just it's a huge gap. Like there's just a huge gap there between him and Mac Desi. Yeah. And so I still I mean, think Bahamundes has split decision. <laughs> I mean, he, he did. Yeah, he yeah, but let's let's be honest. These judges were an absolute joke today. Yeah. I, I oh, know. did someone bring up the judges? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were horrible. Talking about the Mondays and uh, John McDessey decision. Oh yeah, horrendous. I yeah. mean, John McDessey was looked awesome. It was clearly thirty twenty seven yeah. for, for yeah. McDessey. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, and yeah, McDessey. It's like you again. Going into this one, it's like one of the things I like in underdogs that I bet on. McDessie was a plus 170 underdog, so almost a two-to-one underdog. It's like, look at the guys who McDessie has lost to. It's like the worst guy he's lost to is Francisco Trinaldo, which imagine what Francisco Trinaldo would have did to Bahamundes tonight. It's like think about like what Trinaldo did in his last fight. He flatlined uh, the guy from LFA. I forgot his name right now, but like either way, like he was – underdog and that's like these experienced underdogs like McDessie coming off uh, knee surgery but like looked really really good I think McDessie can test a lot of guys who don't have a grapply heavy game like these young strikers like Bahamonde is coming into this I was talking to you Zach before the fight I was like this is a tough tough debut to give a guy who's faced Donald Cerrone has won a round over Danny Ige in the last two years, like, I mean, it's just like, this is who you're giving a 23 year old 16 and three guy. If you're 16 and three at 23, 12 of those wins are garbage wins. So that means you're have experience over guys who aren't, you're not going to be facing in the UFC. Yeah. And it's just like McDessie, like did not deserve a split decision. Now McDessie on tapology has a split decision. Every time you look there, people are going to forget about that. It's just going to help with, I guess, betting-wise if McDessie gets a favorable matchup. So from my perspective, I hope that split decision helps in that way. But that wasn't a split decision. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, no, I I, I didn't see it that way either. I think McDessie was winning the majority of the exchanges. Uh, Super exciting fight, though. I think that was easily fight of the night. Um, Looking looking, uh, also at the prelims, I think we did uh, skip over this fight. Sorry, I got a little excited talking about that one. But – Scott Hol- Scott Holtzman, your boy Zach. Um, well, that that's I, where the the curse I thought was. Got, like, yeah, you texted yeah, me like, man, yeah. the coffee and chaos curse. But uh, no, yeah. just like he broke that. But yeah, we could talk about that guy. Yeah, Scott Holtzman got finished by uh, Mateus Garmo or Gamrot. Gamrot, Gamrot, yeah, yeah. Gamrot, yeah. Um, I I think Gamrot has potential. To be honest with you, I I, I believe Gamrot has some potential. Uh, his last fight, I thought. Really, really close. I can see it going either way. With uh, I forget what his name is. With Gura. Hamzat, yeah, yeah Hamzat's teammate that looks like he's fresh out of a steroid lab. Um, yeah. I'm not getting it's Beast. freaking yeah, just huge. But yeah, I mean, I, I think I think uh, Gamrot has a lot of potential. It was pretty back and forth. I like Holtzman was hitting some uppercuts early on. I mean, countering some shots, but man, he got hit and hit hard. And he has a hard he has a hard time quickly. closing range. 
yeah, he has it, a hard time facing guys that are that are taller, longer. Yeah, like I feel like strikers. he has short arms and a tiny torso. To be honest with you, Scott Holtzman. Does. I, I was I was saying this to Aaron though. I was saying this to Aaron. Like Scott Holtzman, thirty-seven. He's probably done at this point. Yeah. But he literally started MMA when he was like 28, 29 years old, super late. Like after he was done playing hockey. Like hats off to Scott Holtzman for literally just getting as far as you possibly could based on athleticism and just trying to knock guys' heads off. That's literally all he did. Uh, so, But obviously you see it against guys that are more technical and MMA fighters. He struggles against those guys. You've seen it in his last couple of fights. And people are calling for Nazareth against, uh, against Gamrat. Yes, please. Yeah, I am all aboard the Gamrat Express. Uh, I am, like, on the hype train already. Uh, I think that debut – he did win. I know it was close. And when it's close, you can't complain about losing. I'm not going to call it a robbery, but I think the wrong guy got the decision still. Yeah. Like, um, and it's just like, I mean, he trains at TriStar. Uh, I think he trains with, you know, so I mean, I believe he trains at TriStar. Do I have that? Do I have that correct? Maybe I'm wrong on Gamerot, but I know he trains at a good gym. Maybe it's not TriStar, but e- either way, like, and, his, overall, his skill, his American skill, he trains at top team. American, yes, top yeah, team. okay, yeah, yeah he tra- okay. So he trains at American top <laughs> team. Um, his skills overall do remind me a lot of just GSPL. He can mix up the striking, the wrestling. Um, like he really does have one of those overall MMA game plans, and his grappling is world class. Um, and I think that the striking that was his first KO in eighteen wins. Like so. We'll see how he responds to that. We'll see if all of a sudden now he forgets that he's a wrestler and a grappler and tries to hunt that KO, that feeling again, and doesn't just let it flow. But either way, I think this guy, he's former featherweight champion coming up to lightweight, looks plenty big for the weight, but not like he's killing himself. And just like, yeah, I, I want to see him against a, a good guy next. But, I mean, Benil Dariush, when he got finished over Scott Holtzman, that – rocketed him him up. I'm not saying it gets Gamrot to that level, but Gamrot's facing someone fringe top 15 next. Yeah, and I wanted to go back to the judges quick. Uh, So Jordan Griffin gets the loss against Luis Saldana, and this is how crazy this shit is. So I watched the fight, and my dog has to go out with like five seconds left. Mm -hmm. I'm like, whatever. Like, I'm going to go take my dog out. Jordan Griffin easily won this fight, like, it's not even close. So I come back in and we're like two fights after. And I, I go on Twitter and I see everyone like bitching about Griffin. And I thought that they were complaining that Griffin won by split decision. Yeah. I did not know that Jordan Griffin lost the fight by decision. Unanimous. Awful. Unanimous. Unanimous. They said 29-28 and I sat back with my Griffin bet like, Ah, I finally got a dog tonight after missing those first two. At was what point what? did Luis Saldana win that fight? Uh, maybe when he missed what? that spinning breakfast. The first minute yeah. 30 where he was kind of landing like three or four shots. I mean, Griffin controlled, I felt like, that entire fight from beginning to end. Yeah. You want to know who one of the judges was that uh, that scored so, it for uh, Lee? Saldana? Lee? No, it's uh, old Adelaide Bird. Addie. Oh, Adelaide Addie Bird. The same woman that uh, so the same woman that got in a lot of trouble for the Canelo and Triple G fight, and the she Timothy scored. Bradley's best friend too. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was C.J. Ross. Oh my Timothy, bad. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, 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 two different. Yeah, yeah, no, my mistake. I know. No, yeah, no. She, she's 
horrible. She's horrible. I, I, don't, I don't know how she still has a job, to be honest with you. It's pretty bad. But. I mean, that that's just that's that's a that's a shame because Jordan Griffin's a guy that is on the possibly the fringe of getting cut. You know, he, he's he's had a lot of up and downs, and it's like, you know, you lose to a contender series guy that you didn't lose to, and a unanimous decision too. Like that, that to me is just ridiculous. I thought he clearly want to run it. I rarely ever like stop watching until the decision is made. But I was like, okay, my dog's got to go out, or else he's gonna piss on the floor. Like, let me take him out. And in no way did I think that that fight. Louis Saldana won. And then I messaged Aaron and I'm like, what the hell? Like he won? That makes no sense to me. I couldn't believe it. I was that was that was probably the craziest thing that happened tonight. I feel like I, I was just completely insane. Carrie, thank you for the support. Carrie's uh, out playing to- at top golf right now. Lucky him. Nice. Yeah. 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 Um, Making my no, yeah. Job. yeah. How many split decisions were on this card? I know I had, was there two or three? I think there's three. Uh, it's all, it's, anytime we it's had one. Anytime we had McDessie, Bahamondes. Bad. That was it. Yeah, that was the only split, split decision. Yeah. Oh, wait, because, yeah. Two split decisions and Saldana was oh, a unanimous. Azure, Azure and Jack Shore Jack was the Shore. other one. Right. Azure and Jack Shore was a split decision, too. I was like, wait, hold up. Uh, just because the guy who has the hype fought close, it doesn't mean that he lost – this is what happens with judges. This is like as the sport becomes bigger, there's more talk about it. Like there's just more expectations. Like Jack Shore was expected to come in here and look like uh, Welsh Khabib tonight, right? That was what everybody was talking about. And like Azur, you know, who two fights ago before Kelleher beat him was supposed to be the one of the next guys at Bantamweight, right? And like he was supposed to be like one of these next big guys. And then he moved up. Like, and it's just like, I think that sometimes when these hype type guys have close fights where they still win, the judges have this weird whiplash effect where they almost view them as losing because they only barely won because they're expected to as a minus 300 favorite, which we'll talk about Jorgen in a second um, too. But like, you know, these like huge favorites, like they don't perform that way. It's like almost a loss. Does that make it? it maybe yeah, I'm yeah. No, no, you're right. It's like Jack Shore and Azure. We'll just like, I, we don't need to spend that much time on this fight, but Jack Shore won that fight two rounds yeah. to one. I, I guess okay. So I guess my question, as far as judging is concerned, would what what would be your fix? Is it is it the judges or is it the the criteria or the system? Because me personally, I really like the pride way of just like shit at the end of the fight. Who do you think won? Like who beat each yeah, other's yeah. ass more? You know, I like <laughs> that. Like, can you imagine if in basketball, for example, it was like if you don't win a quarter by more than fifteen points, you just won the quarter. And then it's like at the end, like there's a team who has like a great fourth quarter. It's like yep. the points scored in each point of the contest should matter equally and not be segmented. Exactly. It, yeah, like, it shouldn't be segmented into rounds because if yeah, you look at it, it's just, look at Michael Bisbing and Dan Henderson after their title matchup. Right. Look, yeah. look at look at who took the majority of the beating in that matchup. You know, yeah. I, it, like I I, I completely agree. One, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. The second one. No, the first one that got stopped. Yeah. <laughs> but. I mean, but you like, could say the same thing for Holloway Volkanovski. Like, right, exactly. The two biggest yeah. moments of the fight were Max thought, Holloway and still, Holloway somehow anyway. still I think, lost. I think with something like MMA, where it is, they're not getting the official numbers allegedly. They're not getting the official numbers. I don't really buy that. I think 
they mm-hmm. see the pre broadcast, they see the presentation, they see the numbers coming across. Like they're not getting them, but they're getting them. Like, you know, it's like they have monitors. They're not just watching with like, so it's like, but I just think sometimes with these fights, like, you know, who won and then, but with how it's done a certain way, it's like, you can't do it that way. So I do think eventually there's going to be that fight that happens in a big enough moment to where it causes the shift, but yeah. it's going to have to be a huge fight where enough eyes are on the sport where it's undeniable. Cause I, I, I even like Max Holloway's theory about like letting the fighters know what the what the what the what, what the judges scored. Well, there's certain states yeah, that do that, that now. Kansas does that. Um, yeah, and a few other states do that. So I just haven't just seen the... it in like UFC competition though. Like I don't know. Like like I because I agree. Like like I don't know having 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 a, a score go out and then. Everyone in the audience, everyone in the crowd knows that that's what that judge – like, that. that's that's what was scored that round, you know? I mean – Just let I, I the think... fighters fight until they literally can't fight anymore. <laughs> Make no. it 20 rounds. No. no yeah, did, you, uh, did you watch the main chat. event today? <laughs> did you watch the main know, event? I'm just, I'm just kidding. Come on, uh, the, the only other thing that I, I've <laughs> seen is, like, having fighters – like former fighters judge, but I don't think you can really do that because they even have their I'll own talk- biases though. Well, well yeah, I was, yeah. I was talking yeah, look to at Tito Grant Ortiz's decision-making. That man can barely yeah. speak in full sentences. And it's just like, you have a wrestler who's just going to give great credit to the grappling. You have the strikers. Like there's bi- there's biases with everybody. It's like mm. getting as non-biased of judges as possible is the only way. And that's not happening right now for sure. Yeah. No, just fight to the death. That's my solution. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, I have a surprise for you guys. Okay. It's not it's not that big of a surprise, but we're going to move on to segments as long as you guys are ready to move on to segments. Yeah, I'm down. So we are introducing a new segment. Here we go. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I love it. You already know <laughs> this who my is. This is the Coffee and KOs, Pink Slips, You're Fired segment. Um, And basically, we're just going to talk about what fighters we think are or either are getting cut or you feel should be cut. Maybe they're not. They won't necessarily get cut. But Kieran, I thought about this just for you. So I will allow you to go first. You are primed and ready. Go ahead. Sam Alvey. Sam Alvey. Can I get the spelling, please? Yeah, yeah, uh, S A M Alvy. Uh Sam Alvy, <laughs> Sam Alvy needs to get cut, man. I no. He needs to get cut. It, it I just he I think he should have been cut years ago. It's not it's not that he's that he's not producing results, but it's also the fact that he's he's not he's not doing anything special in any of these fights that he's losing. Like he's there some of them are not even competitive, and then the ones that he win, the one that, the ones that he wins are are extremely boring. I mean, like sometimes he gets an occasional stoppage, and it's just like, how the fuck did Sam Alvey pull off that shit? You know, but his I, losses just, are more excited, exciting than his wins. It's 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 annoying. I I don't I don't I don't like it. I don't get it. And and I hope that Sam Alvey is cut. I hope he I hope he oh, he's not going to return if he gets cut. I just I Sam Alvey, you're fired. <laughs> you want to do a better Vince McMahon impersonation? Can you're fired. Like, that's pretty damn good. Really good. Yeah. No, I just I I I cannot wait to not see Sam Alvey's name on on pay per view main cards or prelims, 
on fight night main cards or prelims. Like he he was the third fight of the night tonight. Why? What has Sam Alvey done to deserve to be the third fight of the night? I'll be honest. He fought above two ranked women. It, that's misogyny. If I've heard anything before. All right. <laughs> uh, anyway, the, the fact I had to see Mackenzie Dern, that deliciousness followed by fucking orange ass, ugly ass, fugly ass, Sam Alvey. Anyway, it's Sam Alvey. You're fired. Go ahead. Aaron, go ahead. If you don't yeah, say Sam Alvey, um, too, I swear to God. I swear to God if you don't say Sam Alvey, too. I mean, Sam Alvey, I want to pick someone different just for the new segment. You know, I feel you, um, I feel Sam you. Alvey definitely should be fired. Um, I think even Sam Alvey will agree Sam Alvey should be fired. And, you know, so, so like, we'll I tag think, him in this. We'll run this promo. Tag I still, him in this. I, I, still have a great, I still have a great time watching him fight, and it is a little bit marvelous. Just like how he gets these ones, I agree. It is not pretty. Me uh, versus but, Sam Alvey, LFA 2022. Book it. Honestly, no, my pick is the biggest favorite on the entire card. Uh, and I don't know how often the biggest favorite on a card gets fired, but honestly, Jorgen DeCastro, you're fired. Uh, <laughs> bro, you're straight trash. You look like you do not take care of yourself at all. First of all, uh, oh so fight losing streak to Greg Hardy, where you did nothing, to Carlos Felipe, where you did nothing, and now to Jardis Danho, who had been off for four and a half years, who'd been a pro for four years. He had been off longer than he'd been a pro. Comes back and he gets molly whopped by just walking into a right hand here. And Jarvis Danho is not UFC caliber, but no, it's even less UFC caliber. This, that right there. Oh, Awful. shades of Awful. shades of uh, of Stepe, Stepe. Shades of Jorgen DeCastro versus Justin Taffa in his UFC debut, which, by the way, Jorgen DeCastro was a plus 600 underdog on the um, Contender Series when he got a lucky KO where the guy who he faced had never felt a leg kick before, apparently, and he got that. As an amateur, as an amateur, two and fucking four, Jorgen DeCastro. Jorgen DeCastro has so overachieved to make it to UFC and have not one, not two, three, four fights in the UFC. This guy should have never been here. He got four checks. He was a minus 330 favorite tonight. The biggest favorite on the card. Ridiculous. If you don't know what that means, betting $330 to win 100 on Jorgen DeCastro. Did you lose money on Jorgen DeCastro? <laughs> I was just going to no. say that. Hell oh. no. I, not, I did not bet it. I said this was a dogger pass for this reason. I bet the under two and a half rounds, which was minus 240, which was less than Jorgen DeCastro. <laughs> I did for this Man. reason. Jorgen DeCastro You is might hate him more fired. than he than Kieran hates Sam Alvey. <laughs> Jorgen DeCastro is so fucking fired. It's insane. Good God. Don't worry. We still Get have decap performance, too. <laughs> yeah. uh, my, my uh, your fired pick. This is tough. I feel like I shouldn't do this. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to do it. No, do it. I No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it to this person. I'm going to do it to a different person. Um, Mike Perry. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like Mike Perry, at this point, he's been on a slide. He's had a lot of issues. We talked about it when Aaron was gone. Um, how I felt bad because this is the most serious. I feel like he's taken a fight in a while and lost. But at this point, Mike Perry just he, he's he, 
he needs he almost needs to get cut for his benefit. I'm not saying he'll never be back in the UFC. I think that he needs to go somewhere else, get a couple wins, and and maybe round out his game a little bit more. He he and I don't know how much he really loves he loves to fight, but he doesn't like cutting weight. He's already talked about moving up a weight class. He's already too small for the weight class he's at. Um all he, week he always, on Instagram, he's just posted food. All week. Yeah. He I just I don't know how much he's in love with fighting anymore. He's he's got a kid now. They talked about him being motivated, which I, I he looked like a, he was healthier as far as you know mentally, but as far as fighting, he just he hasn't looked good. This is the worst I feel like I've seen him look. And he was on a full fight camp with a gym and everything, and he still did not look great. Um, for me personally, I just think Mike Perry. I I I was kind of rooting for Mike Perry in a weird way because like a month ago I was kind of out on Mike Perry. This time I was kind of hoping that he would get a win and and be flashy. It just didn't happen for him, and I just think that in my opinion. I think that he needs to go somewhere else, get a win, get two wins, maybe maybe find because at 170 he still just looks so small. Like he I is, just, yeah, he's, he's too small for weight class. He's strong as shit. I mean, he picked yeah. he picked Rodriguez up and dropped them. I mean, the, the, the wrestling looked good tonight, but he does. He's too. He cannot close distance for shit, and he also cannot like. Rodriguez, everyone in that division is going to be taller than him. So they're going to pick him apart, and he's not going to be able to get in for those takedowns. There aren't many guys like Daniel Cormier that can religiously fight guys bigger than them than them and get inside to take them down. That that's why Daniel Cormier was at where he's at. You know, my opinion, Mike Perry, sorry to say, but you're fired. I mean, honestly, any of these fight night cards, I can pick like five fighters to fire. I mean, Scott Holtzman probably getting fired. Jorgen DeCastro, like you said, I didn't want fired. To say it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Jordan Griffin fire his ass. No, mm-hmm. I know. he won. <laughs> he didn't lose. I know. <laughs> he didn't lose. Um. Yeah. I mean, outside of that, I mean, Jim Miller. I don't. I think Jim Miller's a legend. Not. Not. Mm-hmm. Not in, in terms of like you've done great things, but just you've been around long enough for people to consider you such. Um, I mean, yeah, making 37 fights without being cut is pretty impressive. So I think you just got to let him ride it out till he wants to retire. Also, he seems like he has a really good head on his shoulders, even for having yeah, yeah. been damaged as much as he has been. I mean, 16 losses in MMA, that's got to be really brutal. It's got to be a lot of punishment that you take. Uh, Yeah, and then I, I might even cut Kevin Holland. Not playing. I wouldn't cut Kevin Holland. <laughs> but, but, God, I, 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 am, I am barring Kevin Holland from ever headlining a, another UFC event. I agree. I think that he needs to take some time away. Yeah, one hundred percent. Just he needs to sit sit his ass down or go down to one seventy, something like that. I, I I don't know. I I don't want to see him fighting in another main event though. I don't care if he talks shit and hits somebody with a spinning back kick and farts on their mama. I don't give a shit. I, I don't want. I don't want to see him in a, in a, in, a, in a headlining spot ever again. Anyway, and we gotta we gotta say Herb Dean's seat is his throne is cool right now. No issues today. Yeah, no issue. No, I, I don't know how he keeps getting these 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 main events when Jason Herzog has clearly been the best ref in all of MMA for the past five, ten years. Outside of like one fight where he let someone almost die, but you know, that's every MMA ref at this point. Um yeah, he's I, about I, nine he's like ninety-nine deaths away from Herb Dean's. So I mean he's pretty much he's yeah. he's he's pretty safe. Yeah. Jason Herzog. No one's gonna get on him for you know one or two bad stoppages. Great ref, great ref. Are you guys ready to for the final final segment? Yes, sir. 
Here we go. Sheath Superlatives of the Night brought to you by Sheath Underwear. Go to sheathunderwear.com. Use promo code Coffee and KOs. Get 20% off your entire purchase. Best underwear in the world. Do your sack a favor and sheath your dagger. Chafing season's here. Cut it out. It's getting warm. Buy Sheath Underwear. Best underwear ever. 20% off. Coffee and KOs promo. Here we go. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for the sheath superlatives of the night, and we are going to start out with the uh, espresso shot of the night. I'm going to go first because I freaking said so. I let you guys go first on the pink mm-hmm. slips. I'm going Jarjus Danho. He knocked Jorgen De Castro's head clean off his shoulders, De made Castro. him tear his ACL in the process. Jorgen De Castro had all that frontal weight go back onto his legs. <laughs> Not a good, not a good look, man. That was that was the that was the cleanest knockout of the night for sure. Um, yeah, George is probably going to get a 50k bonus honestly after that knockout based on how these fights went tonight. Um, Definitely. Yeah, uh, De Castro, man, he's probably still feeling it. He had a hard, I know that he wasn't there when they raised the hands. He was still wobbly when they picked him up. So Jarjus Danho, you probably haven't won many awards. But you get an award on this show, espresso shot of the night. Congratulations to you, Jarjus Danho. Aaron. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Gamrot, Polish Power 2.0. Uh, he It was a couple shots. It was like a double or triple shot, I guess, because he did have to finish it on the ground there. But it was like a no-doubt TKO for sure. I think, the, I think the second one that he hit Holtzman with actually is the one that put Holtzman out. Completely. That third shot, though, when Holtzman was – like out of it completely that was i mean and holtzman who two fights ago had zero finishes on his record now is two ko's in a row uh it's a rough way to see it um bullish power baby uh first career ko crazy that's a hell of a first career ko care bear i i gotta go with the head kick that uh that arnold allen pulled off on my boy sadiq yusuf that was slick as hell i mean had had, had sadiq yusuf stumbling and bumbling all around the octagon uh yeah just fight more fuck anyway (laughs) yeah that shot probably is putting out anybody yeah it it was it was a great shot i mean he looked he looked great on the feet to hurt i mean sadiq yusuf is a countering powerhouse and for him to rock him multiple times i think was phenomenal that head kick was beautiful just fight more fuck (laughs) all right please uh Kieran, you can actually do the jacked on caffeine performance of the night. Jacked on caffeine performance of the night. I mean, it's got to go to Mackenzie Dern, not just for the shorts, but also for the performance. Um, I mean, just performance in the shorts. Yeah, yeah. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) No, just just dominated from 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 bell to whistle. I mean, uh, just went right at Nina Nunez. God, it's so weird calling her that. Nina's pants are off. Um, and and just (laughs) and just I took it to her. You know. Anyway, uh, Jesus, no, just just took it to her. I mean, uh, punches and bunches, getting her to the to the cage and then taking her down. Um, and then once she's on top of anyone, I mean, I think she's she's subbing anybody in the world, especially if she gets you down that early with like two plus minutes to work. That's a lot to deal with. Um, 
yeah, I'm really impressed by Mackenzie Dern. She just wiped out a top five opponent in the first round. I think she should get a top five opponent next time around as well because I think she's going to be ranked up there. If not, um, her and Michelle Watterson, please, please, UFC book it. Um, I would love to see it. Battle for the face of Venom Venom shorts. Honestly, it'd be amazing. But, yeah, (laughs) book, please. Look, Dana, book it. (laughs) Please. We could bring it back to the old school <laughs> yeah. WWE days, Brawl and Pains match. <laughs> Good God. No, no, no. No, but for real though, I mean, Mackenzie Dern just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, she looked great tonight. Aaron, Jack John yep. Caffeine, performance of the night. Um, I'm actually going to give it to the first two fighters who won on the fight card tonight. Um, well, I know we haven't talked about too much, but Dion Young, first of all, introducing wrestling to his game in the UFC. Uh, 14 fight unbeaten streak also. So, like, that guy is, like, legit. I get he had that draw against Alvy, but, you know, better to lose, learn in a draw than a loss, I guess. Uh, and then Impa Kasangane looked outstanding at 170. It looks like that transition going down to Sanford MMA. Uh, he's recovered from that highlight KO loss, got the finish with the choke. Really, really impressive against a tough guy in Sasha Polaknikov. So, I think both those fights like really got the fight started off well. And I just like particularly how Impa thanked his old gym for encouraging him to seek out uh, better, uh, better training partners and to improve himself. I mean, Jimmo was a really good starting camp, but you know, he needed to go to a bigger camp where he could develop more. And like, I just think it was cool how he recognized it with his old gym. And then just, it's, you know, like kind of like, you know, giving credit to that old relationship that made you better for the new one. Like, but a little less toxic, I guess. I just imagine his coaches being like, we fucking suck. We can't teach you how to defend that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see what Bugley just did? He that I, I can't fucking teach you that. You got to go somewhere there else. There was multiple people from Jimmo who are in different camps for this. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe. That's the other thing about the Holland performance. I live in Dallas. There's no elite MMA training in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. Texas. Not, yep. not, not right now. I'm sorry. There's not. Mm-hmm. Maybe back in the day where they had, um, what's it called? Uh, jo- uh, Jimmy, uh, not, I said Jimmy Hendrix. Uh, Johnny Hendrix. Yeah, training out but, there in Fort Worth, but since then, no, there hasn't been. Any I mean, before. but when you're going to these bigger camps, you're no longer the big fish in that small pond. You're getting your ass beat every day in practice. Like exactly, it's not fun to go and be a nobody. It's fun to be that somebody at uh, you know Alaskan BJJ if you're like Carlton Minus or something. Yeah. You know, whatever. Like these, but then. You get into you just mentioned Carlton Minus on this podcast. I, I, I'm sitting here like, what? I, I try, I tried not to pause. I was like, huh? You know, oh. I mean, like, my point is, like, that's how these guys get to the UFC is they're a badass at Anchorage BJJ or some shit. It's like, who else is even knows? BJJ, you know, wait, like, Carlton Minus, you're telling me he's from Alaska? Yes, he fought for Alaska. Holy shit, I would have never Alaska imagined. FC, is Alaska a FC. Yes. I'd go uh, out there and fucking be also, undefeated. Oh, can I watch that? Uh, Uros Medic came from Alaska FC, so don't, you know, completely hate on Alaska FC. Sometimes they can bang, but... I'll beat everybody. Where can I watch that? Where can uh, I... You can't. It's, it's just like, <laughs> it's one of these that as you do research uh, on these underdogs, on these prelims early on, you're going to see some really bad fighters come from like Alaska FC and stuff. Avoid it's all those them. LFA cards you're covering, man. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Check out those LFA breakdowns every week with MMA wagers here. Hey, on I'll, be, I'll be fighting Sam Alvey in LFA in 2022. Yeah, yeah. and okay. uh, we'll be a massive underdog, and we will not be betting on Kieran. No, I will not. I promise <laughs> Kieran, you. Kieran, I'm not. betting on you, dude. I'm saying I'm sleeping him first round easy. 
You, you don't know how a, athletic I am. Favorite, sir, you would not be a favorite in a fight with Sam Alvey. I'm killing Sam Alvey. I got height, <laughs> range, athleticism, everything on, on Sam Alvey. You got that. You got that. I got belt. ass. I do have I have, I have that dump truck on, on Sam <laughs> you Alvey. Can pull, you can pull a Rikishi on, on his like, ass. I'm sitting on him like Poe and Kung Fu Panda did Tai Lung. I'm, <laughs> I'm shitting all over Sam Alvey. Unbelievable. Book it, Dana. <laughs> Guys, can I get to my jacked on caffeine performance? Yeah, go go ahead, guys. Is it Karen uh, John- in this recap? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, no, I'm going. I'm going. John McDessie, man, Hell comes yeah. in as the underdog, Hell yeah. and he put a beat down on Bumandis. That dude's face was just battered. Like yeah. he was probably the most battered dude in car this crash. car. Him and Mike Perry. Yeah, it was really <laughs> bad. Uh, McDessie, man, put him up against any striker. He's probably gonna beat the shit out of them as long as they can't wrestle. And, uh, yeah, he beat the shit out of this kid. I feel bad. 23 years old. Took he, so I, I, said, I said this I said this to Kieran. I feel like Buhamandis has potential, but at 23, man, like, he needs to be in another promotion, develop, get better, face Come better competition, then go to the UFC. I think that he has a very good skill set. He's obviously tough as hell, but he's way too young. Way this too young. 20th, this is his 20th MMA fight, though. But like you said, he's what like he could be in there and fight for twenty seconds and get twenty point. second knockouts. Like and that's my it point. doesn't matter. And also, he missed weight by three quarters of a pound, so he did did the worst kind of missed cut weight where you didn't even miss by three or four pounds to where you didn't kill yourself. You killed yourself and you still you missed. Still out missed. <laughs> and he's gonna miss out on the bonus. And he took about seventy five significant strikes because he wouldn't go down from the first few that could have put him out if he's. 28 or 29, but 23, he's using up, just used up like three fights worth of damage in one fight where he lost. And like, these are the things where it's like, you get here before you're supposed to, now you're going to pay for it, you're going to have two or three losses, get cut, maybe come back to UFC later, and like, or maybe not. Like, but yeah. it's like, Baja Mondays, 6'3", not a 155er, put him at 170, he's toast. He's toast. He doesn't have the strength, doesn't have the power, doesn't have the movement he's not ready for this and now he's stuck here yeah. hey like, boomandis yeah. oh i'm just kidding no, 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 no. that was not for me <laughs> jesus <laughs> like, but if he could pull uh, a william knight and get a developmental deal be like yo let me have this loss not happen in front of him because william knight lost to tepan in chikwe on the regional scene after he got the developmental deal from the contender series, but it wasn't in front of ABC or ESPN. It was on, you know, hidden away on maybe Fight Pass or something. It's like losing on ESPN is different now. Like everybody saw his head pop like a pinball. But yeah, I love, <laughs> I love the McDessie pick coming off knee surgery again nine months ago. He did the veteran move of in his interviews. By the way. Veteran move in interviews when they say they started training like six weeks ago or something. It's never true. Never believe like that. That's not how this works. He did not start training six weeks ago. He was jacked. Like you saw it's like condition. It's like almost the best shape I've ever seen McDessie in. Now yeah. maybe it was the haircut too. He did have like that like real, you know, shaved down look. So maybe it was that and a little tan, but yeah, great choice, <laughs> Zach. Um all of uh, one of those shots. Great pick. Great pick. Uh, decaf performance of the night. Aaron, you can go first on this one. Well, my decaf performance of the night. Uh, this is 
There's a few places I feel like we could go with it, honestly. Um, I'm not going to give it to Kevin Holland, and I hope nobody gives it to Kevin Holland on here. Um, like, I just – I mean, I guess I'd give it to just Jorgen. Like, I just <laughs> – I hated everything about his performance tonight. He did nothing. Like, and he just was, like, pretty useless. Um, yeah. Jorgen DeCastro, like, might as well have not showed up against a guy who had been off for four and a half years. And it's just like, I just don't know what his plan was in there. He's just waiting until he got, yeah, Jorgen. Terrible. Kieran, Kieran, you're chopping at the bit there. Oh, what? I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. I was just looking at this this picture here on my screen. Uh, it's pretty nice. I'll show it to you. That one right there. Just still been <laughs> looking at this one. Oh, God. It's so crazy. is that... Is that your? <laughs> Good is that your D? Is that your decaf? Yeah, one hundred percent my decaf uh, performance of the night. Uh, it's got to be Sam Alvey. Sam Alvey. Yeah, it'll be it'll be Sam Alvey. Uh, anything negative that you want me to say about any fighter on this card, I'm not going to do it. Okay, I respect these fighters. I respect the work that they put in. They have their wives in their corners, just to get choked out unconscious in the second round by a Top Golf Bay host. Anyway, if that Top Golf Bay host can defeat Sam Alvey, so can I, Aaron. You can keep Hayden. You can bet against me, but you're going to lose your money. These hands are lethal. Ugh. Sam Alvey, oh, yeah. 2022. I hope you get cut so I can fight you in LFA. Oh my God, I would pay I'll so much money to see that. So, would, what if would you I guys fight would Sam Alvey's ass? Rowdy? I will. I'll I'll fight Sam. A boxing match? Yeah. In boxing, I'm killing him. In boxing, I'm killing him. Boxing only. I'm. I, I agree. In, in MMA, he has a chance. Boxing only. I'm killing Sam Alvey. I'm 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 murdering him. I'm I'm knocking his head into a trash can in West Virginia on a rough and rowdy. Anyway, my decap performance is uh, Sam Alvey. Like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to Barstool see if we can get that in the reach works. out to him. I'll box the shit out of Sam Alvey. You you think I'm playing? I will fuck him up. No, I'm putting okay. my money on you. My I'm all in on the character tonight is Kieran for this entire rant. No, no, this is absolute, nope. absolute atrocity. Nope. Top 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 golf bay hosts are two and zero this year. People with their wife in their corner are zero and two today. With ask Mike Carrie, Perry yo, ask Sam Carrie Alvey. find the male bail. Ask Carrie to find the male bay host there. I guarantee you, they have some hands. I'm telling you, we're we're built different at <laughs> Top Golf. Okay, we're built different. Listen, I'm all in on the Karen train. You want me to? Be, I'll be in your corner, dude. I don't know shit about boxing, but I'll just I'll just be there. I'll I'll give you a nice little sh- the shoulder the shoulder massage. There you go. I'll be put there, an yeah. ice pack on my neck. I'm yeah. not gonna take that much damage though. It'll be over in the first round. I don't need the corner man. It's gonna be over quick. All right. I'm, I'm, just knocking, put, just... I'm knocking the orange dust off of that mother. I swear. I will knock the Cheeto dust off of that man's skin. I promise. <laughs> anyway, Sam Alvey. Are we clipping this and tonight. tagging him in it? Sam, I you can tag him if you want you to. I, face, I mean, please? he 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 just he just took a loss. I don't want to like disrespect him too much. <laughs> like he's he he just took a loss and he's gonna lose his job. It's pretty oh, tough. It's, it's a tough thing. He doesn't need to hear that some fucking 6'3 alpha male down here in Dallas, Texas will whoop his ass in a boxing match. Anyway, even though it's true. My, my, my decaf performance of the night, there's actually two. There's actually three that you guys didn't mention that I kind of wanted to mention. So William Knight won for me. I thought he looked awful. There was His gas tank was bad. He just didn't look good in any way. And I think Jung looked great. But I still think William Knight looked really, really bad as well. Um, so that was one. Mike Perry was another one. I've never seen Mike Perry look so flat-footed in my life. Like, 
I still think he probably would have lost a fight, but there was just no bounce or anything in his game. He just looked flat as hell. Aside from the one takedown he landed, mm-hmm. there was nothing else that was impressive about that fight whatsoever, other than the fact that he stayed standing. Right. That was the only other impressive thing he had. And then the other one, which pains me to say, and I hope he doesn't watch, but Scott Holtzman, man. Yeah, that was just tough. bad. Just really, tough. really bad. Uh, you know, and that that's two in a row now. Two really bad knockouts in a row. I want no him. problems with Sam, with Scott Holtzman in LFA, but Sam Alvey, book it. How does Scott Holtzman make weight, man? That dude is He's just thick. He yeah. is like thick as hell, all torso. I don't know. It's, it's He's like all body team. I kind of want to look yeah. like Scott Holtzman. <laughs> Oh, that'd be sick. It's been a fun time. Aaron is so pissed that I'm disrespecting these guys. It's so oh, I don't do that. It's Did just you play in my hat. It's my hat. Oh, okay, I got, I got you. Darker. I got you. I got so, you. There you go. Let me turn it around. No, I'm, we're all good here. I, oh, I got you. I had a great. I just, I love it because we all bring our own perspectives here. I think that's a yeah. part of it. We don't need an echo chamber of three of us bringing the same perspective to all these fights. We got to have. The technical aspect of it with Kieran, obviously not me. Uh, then, uh, you know, me with my out of these realm bringing up, you know, recent experience and stuff. Not Who? I got a question before we shut it down. Who can I beat? Uh, Jorgen DeCastro. <laughs> you can beat Chris oh Avila. You can beat Chris Avila. I don't even know if I know who Chris Avila is. You remember Chris Avila? He's like Nate Diaz, Diaz's protege. Came in and got his ass whooped in every single fight. No, I don't. I'll don't put it this way. Is. He got his ass whooped by the GOAT, Artem Lobov. Oh okay. Yeah, and yeah, no, he's bad. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start seeking out opponents. Yeah. Uh, um, good luck. But <laughs> all right, guys. Anything else for the good of the cause before we shut her down? I don't think I can beat any current or past UFC competitors. Uh, I, I'm saying you don't think you can beat CM Punk in a fight? No, <laughs> I don't think I can beat CM Punk in a fight. All right, I'll tell you who I can beat. <laughs> I, I'll tell you right now. I could beat a mountain lion, a small one, in a fight. I could beat. Brock Lesnar in a boxing match. I can beat Sam Alvey in an MMA match after after a year of practice. You know, I'm an athletic. I'm, so, I'm getting so triggered right now. Here we let's go. Let's, let's 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 see what I'm else. Gave my, I gave my sheath underwear in a bunch. CM Punk. CM pockets. Punk. I'm beating in any sort of athletic competition. Doesn't matter. Um, who else? Name name a fighter. I bet I could beat him at something. No thanks. I, I don't. Oh, I think I could beat. I think I could beat fighters in like other things, but as far oh, as fighting them, no. No. Yeah. As far as boxing, a lot of fighters, I think I could beat them. You know, my friends called me the UFC bantamweight champion because they were like, "Do you think you could beat Ronda Rousey's ass?" I was like, "Of course, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna fight her." But yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't know. She probably goes rounds with Travis Brown. He's a woman beater. Oh. oh, all right, and that's where we stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Aaron goes dark, Aaron hides his face, and that's where we stop it right there. <laughs> I'm just saying, it, it was it's a fun true. show. <laughs> oh man, it was a great show, guys. Our final show, ever. no, no other, no other show. <laughs> Why is he gonna come murder us? I don't Have want you I tell you who's not Sam Alvey. Sam Good Alvey's Lord. not gonna come murder us. Listen, I think that Kieran could beat up Travis Brown because he has no chin. On a good day, on a good day, I could beat up Travis Brown. I'm telling you, Sam Alvey has a better <laughs> chin than Travis Brown. <laughs> yeah, that man is huge. Boxing, I might be able to hold him. Been boxing since yeah, I was but kid. did you? Sam Alvey has a better chin than Travis Brown. Well, Sam Alvey's also not getting hit by heavyweights. Not yet. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he'll go up to heavyweight after this. He no, might. It didn't work. Light heavyweight didn't work. Heavyweight. That's Alvey. John John Jones's first fight. 
at heavyweight <laughs> versus tune Sam Alvey. Tune-up tune versus Sam Alvey. <laughs> I'd love it. I'd love to see that actually. Man, then I can have someone on the same. Yeah, no, of course. No, I don't want to see him die. Jesus, I want to see him get that close. Is it? But no. <laughs> Great recap, show boys. Aaron doesn't want to be on the show anymore. <laughs> <Great time. laughs> Let's end. All this right, show. everyone. That's <laughs> gonna do it for this show. My YouTube channel, Aaron the Dog, starting tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So subscribe to our YouTube channel which we're on right now. So make sure you click the subscribe button. We're at Coffee and KOs on all other social media platforms. Go to sheathunderwear.com. Use promo code Coffee and KOs. Get 20% off. Your balls will thank you later. Guys, we will be back on Monday. Take it easy. Enjoy the weekend. And we'll see you all next time.